sense of million. Turn them ash to fire. The bad guys slow into Rihanna. Shut the foot on the wall. Them say. Like they supposed to. I remember when promoters ain't show sure love. Now the same class with my book and fees just to pull up. Uh, they can't knock the house worth the Mary J like it's nonsense. Got no hits for your bucks back like hoes rest. Summer 16 like Drake signed me to OVO and shit. Summer 16 like Drake signed me to OVO and shit. Yo, I see it clearly now. Treat the music best like the streets. Move a quarter break, half a break before you graduate to that key. Major key! I'm like DJ Khaled with the V. The price just went up. If you ever front it on me. Sports and everything in between. From a fan's perspective, it's edgy and unapologetic. We break down what's hot in the world of sports. This is Captain Verge reporting to Command Center. This is Command Center. Observed. Proceed with communications. There's a strange being. We're approaching it. Please repeat your last broadcast. There's a strange being. It's outside. We're approaching it now. We're about to make contact. It's beautiful. It's unlike anything we've ever seen before. Negative. Do not approach. I repeat, do not make contact. 
from a fan's perspective. It's edgy and unapologetic. We break down what's hot in the world of sports and maybe some of what's not. This is the Weekly Sports Drop with your host, Jazz Santana. Santana. music today. Liquid means rewind, a gunshot means forward. You requested it, so we rewind. You know, I, I know exactly what Robbie was thinking about that when he heard the, when he heard the shots, right? A little insensitive. That's all right. We're good. This is the weekly sports job. We're on Miami oh, Underground we Radio. To, we didn't have to bring it up. Yeah, well, I, I just saw Robbie's face, so I had to. I had to. Well, we're on radio, except on the camera on Facebook Live. Yeah. <laughs> Miami Underground Radio. We are the weekly sports drop here on the campus of Miami Media School in Mary Brickle Village. I am joined by Robbie the degenerate Robbie Campbell oh, here man. in studio. Already in the hole. And the day hasn't, the night hasn't even started yet. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, a lot of daytime action. now conference, uh, conference championships are starting in yes. the NCAA. So I know you're excited about oh, that. We're probably going to talk about that a little bit because I know you want to get into that. Oh, so that's fine. Well, I'll give you the pleasure today of talking a little bit about uh, uh, March Madness, right? I mean, isn't there any better time of the year? Think about it. This weekend. Yeah, there is. Got- it's bowl, bowl season for me is, is more exciting than, than March Madness. Well, I'll get. Well, okay, I'll get. I'll get. I'll, I'll see your argument, but the first of all, it's not just March Madness that you got going on here. This weekend of March, you got the NFL Combine. You yes, it's going on right now. You got the conference tournaments coming up. You got March Madness. You got the end of the NBA season. You got uh, spring spring training. Baseball's just around the corner. It's that time where like everything's about to start. And then in a month from now, a month and a half from now, you got the NFL draft. And so this right here, these next two months are just. Pure awesomeness. And then, of course, once the NBA, NFL draft, you got the NBA playoffs, which will take you all the way to June. So right here is like where everything's Yeah, and then after start. June is just dead air. Yeah, that, that, yes. It's, <laughs> it's a dead time. So, look, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the NFL Combine a little bit. Uh, some of the UM guys, some of the guys that kind of surprised me running the 40, that different, uh, that offensive lineman that ran the 40 in yeah. like a 4-7. Casey McDermott. Uh, Casey McDermott, geez. <laughs> yeah, he didn't run it so fast. But uh, – yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that. We've got Eric Morero coming on. We'll talk about the new defensive line coach for the Miami Hurricanes. Not Some, Coach Cool. No, not Coach Cool. Coach Cool is out now. He's so in Alabama. Yes, he is. He took the money. Take the money and run. Take that bag. You know? Uh, and uh, we'll also talk a little bit uh, spring training. And Dolphins made a move today. Oh, yeah. So that could... Uh, Robert Eagle. <laughs> could that change some things in the way they, they go about the draft? Maybe. Who knows? We'll see what happens. So we're going to get into that. But let's let's go ahead and let's jump into... Let's do March Madness. Because I know you want to talk March Madness. So let's go with I March mean, Madness first. And, and I'm ex- you know what? I like March Madness. Again, I'm a, I'm a UM guy, right? So The Canes are going to be in the tournament. They are. But it's never been a huge thing for the Canes. I mean, now recently with Coach Laronega, it's, it's got, you know, basketball is a little bit more prominent here. This will be the third year in a row. And I'm not, I'm not even afraid about Jake Zick. Because if the Canes don't make a tournament, it's a historic dr- screw job. Uh, what's going oh, on? Oh, absolutely. No, no. They're going to make the which tournament. The, I mean, the only possible scenario is that they lose tomorrow to Virginia Tech, and then they lose their first game in the ACC tournament, which is probably going to be to a semi-good team since they have a first-round bye in that ACC tournament. I, I still think they make it in, though. Yeah, they're, they're in the tournament. As a low seed, maybe, you know, 10 or ten or low. Yeah. 10 or, 10 or well, lower. Well, right now, they're, like, they're looking at like a 7-8 seed. Right. But if they lose, yeah. If they lose the next couple games, they might drop to the 8-9 matchup, which is something okay. you don't really want. But... Yeah, those this games be are always tricky. Last, last year, we were, what, an eight seed? We played yeah. Michigan State. We got blown out yeah, in that first Yeah, M- Michigan so. State had a rough regular season. They had a nine seed. Look at that Michigan State team now, how dominant they are. Most of those guys came back from last yeah. year. The Canes basically played like a number one seed in that first round. That was ridiculous. Pretty much, pretty much. But this will be the second time ever 
that the Canes will have made three NCAA tournaments in a row. The last one was the, was the first three tournaments that they've ever made when, when, in the late 90s with Leonard Hamilton, who's on the coach of Florida State. Yeah, Leonard right? Hamilton, yeah. But yeah, the, the, outside of that, this is the second time ever they made a tournament three years in a row. It's great to see consistency. Not, not, and like, you know, now you're, you, in the old days, you'd be happy to make the NIT. And now, now it's just like you know you're getting. Now it's like if we don't make the tournament, if we don't go past the first couple now of rounds, expe- there's expectations. Disappointed. This, right. I mean, arguably, this season to some has been a disappointment. You had Lonnie Walker. Well, you got to remember, had, yeah, they were, they've been without Bruce Brown for almost half the season yeah, now. And even Bruce them. Brown, but when he was healthy, he wasn't playing that well. He wasn't the his shooting was a lot worse. He wasn't that first round pick that everybody's talking yeah. about. Lonnie Walker, on the other hand, you know, started off slow this season. I mean, he had the torn meniscus and all that in the offseason, had the surgery for it, but all of a sudden he just started popping off, and now he's, I mean, he's showing why they're saying he may be a top 10 pick this year, and that's pretty exciting. At the same time, it kind of sucks because it's one and done, and that's something I want to talk about also, how about uh, about how the NCAA is trying to go away from that one and done. Well, they don't have a choice. Some people are promoting the G League to be the, the minor league system, like, I understand it's a minor league system already per se, but to to really be the uh, what's the word I'm looking for the farm the farm farm system for 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 the for uh, for the NBA as opposed to the NCAA. I, I think they should they're overcomplicating it. It's not the the NCAA. There's nothing they could do. It's an NBA rule, the one and done. The the NCAA would all be would be super happy. If so the it's NBA, the NBA that has that rule, not it's the, the NBA. NCAA? Yeah, of course. The so NBA aren't ha- they petitioning to change it though? Aren't they petitioning the NBA to change that rule? Oh, they want to so bad they can't do anything about it. But yeah, they want and the NBA and this whole stupid thing is because a lot of owners were don't want to be drafting high school kids and they they led to an influx of high school kids being right. entered in the draft. Which you know people uh, people could do whatever they want. I, I think they should be allowed to go straight from high school if they really wanted to. It's a stupid rule. You only and then as far they only have to be eligible for the first semester and then to be eligible. I mean, you only have to be academically eligible the first semester. Then you could do whatever you want the second semester, anyways. Here's what I don't understand: why, why every other, every other uh, sport, right? Well, every other big sport in in, in college is you got to go after your junior year, right? So baseball does that unless you redshirt. You could yeah. be a redshirt. Well, you could go route. to you could go to the draft right away in baseball, but you, but if you chose to play, true, you have to stay for. If three you years. choose to play college. And stay your and I think you have to keep years. an agent throughout the whole time. Like Matt Harvey, I remember he got drafted by the Angels. So why isn't why isn't college basketball doing the same thing though? Why is why are the other sports doing it's it? It's all about. I mean, look, is it a, is it a money thing? So what many, is it? I mean, yeah, they, they, they want to protect amateurism, but I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why it's legal in baseball and even hockey and not in NBA. No, look, yeah, man, I, I don't know. Here's the easiest compromise. I know this is, this is going to lead to. I know where this is going. This is going to be lead to the oldest debate in our time. Pay for play. Should the college kids get paid? We've been arguing about this for centuries. And some of the older guys are like, ah! Should they? Really. You think they should? Compromise. Okay. See, I'm all, I'm, all, I'm all about compromise. That's what we're supposed to do here, is compromise. That's all, this, that's all the okay. founding fathers you know, formed the Constitution, through compromise. Okay, what do you propose, uh, okay. uh, General Washington? I can understand why. I have a, I, why the, the players cannot... Be paid by the NCAA or by their, their schools. Okay, it causes. I think you you fix one problem, but you cause about twelve more. Example. Do you most everyone just looks at the revenue sheets that football and men's basketball makes, and they're just they're just raking in cash. All these colleges do are just raking in cash. And that's not entirely true. A lot of those times, those revenues from men's football and from men's no, sorry, men's football, football and men's basketball are spread out. 
to pay for the loot, the sports that lose money, like your ten, like your tennis, your rowing, your softball, your baseball, or even even women's basketball, except for like UConn, most women's basketballs teams lose money. So then you know archery and all the sports across the board that lose money, they get paid, they get paid off by the revenue for men's basketball and men's and, football, and, and too, football. Right? Yes. So what ends up happening if you start paying the players? You're probably going to run into some problems. You have to give equal scholarship opportunities to men right. and women. Title Nine. You're going to run into all sorts of problems. There. You may have to cut sports, and there's going to be people upset. Like you know, what about, about tennis players that they their, their program dropped? Look at the Hurricanes. They had to drop that Greg Luganis, legendary swimmer for the University right. of Miami. Title Nine came in. They had to drop swimming. They have a they have a humongous pool at that at that at that campus. Thank God they got it back because they have some of the best divers and swimmers. Did there. they get this, they got the, the diving teams back? <laughs> well, the diving team is back. I don't know about swimming. But I mean, for a long time they had to cut right. swimming. I'm not saying they're not blame not saying. Well, we got a national champion team. in diving. So yeah. Greg Luganis. Yeah, Greg Luganis is another one. But, but I mean, but here's the here's where the compromise comes in. And also, like, do you pay men's basketball players more than women's basketball players? Do you pay are you them? only paying Division One athletes as opposed to all the athletes? Yeah, and what about... And like, Why don't we compensate them for school purposes as opposed to giving them just straight-up cash or whatever the case is? Why can't the money go straight into the scholarship like, funds or whatever? They have small schools that are like, okay, you're going to make us pay football players? All right, we can't afford that. We're going to have to drop football. You know? Exactly. So, and, but, like you said, it brings up more problems than, than, than it solves. fixes. Yeah, than it fixes. Now, Absolutely. on the flip side of this... I think it's stupid that, you know, players, you know, they, they can't make money. They can't have jobs. They can't, like, sign autographs and make money for it. They can't, um, they can't like, you know, have agents. They can't, like, I think they should be able to sell themselves. That way, right. the superstar players are going to make more than the, the backup guards. And the schools and the NCAA doesn't have to worry about it. Another, another problem, if you start paying players, yeah, some but, schools okay, start but here's the issue. tuition. Okay, but here's the issue with that, right? Let's take, for example, uh, Daryl Langham. Mm -hmm. Perfect example. Daryl Langham. Well, uh, two great he, catches. Right. Okay, two great catches. He saved some of those games for, for Miami, right? The Georgia mm -hmm. Tech game, the FSU game. He saved those games for Miami. Here's the thing. That kid sits on the bench the whole entire game. Let's just say. He, he yeah, comes in for the Comes period. in, makes two spectacular plays. Miami wins a football game. Now that kid goes from being, less hypothetically, right? The kid goes from being a bench player Right, from being a guy that rides a pine to all of a sudden now he's a starting wide receiver. So what are you doing? Are you going mid are you going mid season and starting to pay him like a starter? Now you gotta rework all the whole you understand what I'm saying? Like that, it, that, it gets that, complicated. It yeah, really that, that's does. why you can't have the the, the, right. the schools and the NCAA pay him. But Daryl Langham, he can cash in on those two games. What, he is he getting make, a bonus? Maybe get an appearance fee, he can get an appearance fee, he can go to a, a restaurant and say, Hey, come check out come see Daryl Langham. You know, in uh Come see Daryl Langham at Publix in uh, Fort Lauderdale. I, I don't know why they'd go out to Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, why would you go to Fort Lauderdale? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, come, but see, I, come see him at the Brickle Publix. Daryl Langham, hey! Can yeah. you get to the appearance for that? For me, for me, I'm not I'm not a fan of paying players. I'm just not a fan of playing players. Uh, I know, players. It's, it's a simple... Here's, a, here's another reason. Okay, are you only paying football players? You're not going to pay basketball players? You're not, you're not going to pay baseball players? And you're basic players don't get a full scholarship as it is. Well, and that's that's another issue, right? you got a 25-man roster. Well, sometimes it's 30 people, 30 mm -hmm. kids on a team, right? And you got 11.7 scholarships that you can give out. Yeah. Right? Here's here's where that where where that's an issue as well for teams like let's let's put it put it this way. Miami versus Florida. Private school. Private school versus a public school. 
you're paying what thirty thousand dollars a year at, at UF? Yeah, if that's I don't true. know, whatever. Right, you're paying fifty fifty seven thousand dollars a year at Miami. How how far does that eleven point seven go at UM as opposed to a place like the floor, uh, by, like the University of Florida? And that's where I think why are we only why are we only giving eleven point seven scholarships? As opposed to 25 scholarships. I'll tell you what. When in football, you give 85 scholarships and you got 15 walk-ons or whatever it is. It's part. It's all part of Title IX. Like it has to. You have to have the equal amount of scholarships for. Well, men. tell Title IX to go screw well, themselves. That, that, that's not okay. The views of Jazz Monty Santana <laughs> do not Let's represent. See it. Well, look. Here, here. No, they represent a lot of people. All right. <laughs> Don't get it twisted, because my boy Tony, who's on right now, can probably vouch. Title IX is. Look, NC, the NCAA. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's kind of like radio, right? Radio is in the is in the business. What are they in the business for? To make money, right? That's it. NCAA is in the business to make money. All right? They're going to look after their own interests first before they look after the players. And it's been, I mean, it's been proven, right? How many times are they really on the player side? I mean, yeah. I mean, there's all... I, you don't hear those stories. You look, hear the bad stories, right? Yeah, yeah. You hear, I mean, yeah, the bad... Yeah, you only hear the bad stories about right. a guy getting like $10 from a... Sa- like getting a sandwich for free and he's got to pay it I back. Mean, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, that, that's why there's a compromise. The players shouldn't be broke. They shouldn't be poor. They should be allowed to make money, but I don't think they should be paid. It's a, it's a simple... Okay. And, and like, look, but the, when the t- you mean they shouldn't be broke, they shouldn't be poor, are you talking about they should be able to have... Okay, so are you going to give them a better stipend for food, basically? No, what, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying give them better anything. I'm saying better let, them make, tra- yeah. let them privatize their own name. Let them use their own name like them, themselves. Like, not through the NCAA, not to the school, but if a car dealership goes, hey, hey, what's up? Uh, what's up, Lonnie Walker? Hey, you want to... I got this new car out there. You want you want me to you want to you want to do a car commercial here? Oh, all right, sure. They should and be you, able to monetize yeah, that. That car company okay. should be allowed to give Lonnie Walker money. Okay. But then you could do that without getting the schools and without getting the NCAA involved and then causing all these extra problems. They, yeah. Or maybe even raising like some okay. schools would probably have to raise tuition to pay for the salaries of the, the players. And you know what? And that brings up another point that, that I feel bad for a kid like this kicker. Remember that kicker that was uh, oh the UCF kicker? Yeah, the UCF was it the UCF kicker? I think it was that was making money off of his videos. That on should YouTube? be allowed. That, that should, should be allowed. Be, why the hell not? That's, that's nothing. What is to, a big deal about nothing that? Nothing to do with the school. He's not making money. I mean that that should totally I mean, be why allowed. Why is why is he not eligible to play f- a college football game? Because he's getting paid for his YouTube videos. That that's that's stupid. That, that's that's where my compromise comes in. Okay. Let the players. Get- Let the, okay, so that's what you're talking about. As yeah. opposed to getting played to play, they're they're able to monetize their own name yes! privately. Yes. Okay. The okay. Great, that's a great compromise. Oh, geez, Robbie, why didn't you say that from the beginning, I, I man? Did, well, I kind of did. Good lord. <laughs> and by the way, just to explain, like you know, why baseball only has 11.7. Um, yeah. Right. So the, the title line works. We're getting into it. You have to have equal amount of scholarship opportunities for men and women. Now, for football, you have 85. So baseball and softball go hand in hand. Well, softball, they probably get more for softball than they do for baseball because football, you have 85 scholarships, but there's no women's football. So you have to make up the 85 scholarships throughout the rest of your sports. So throughout the rest of the sports, women have to have 85 more scholarships than men to make up for football. And one way of doing that is you only get 11.7 for baseball. And I'm sure softball, you get a little bit more. We'll talk more when we get back.
across this country. Hundreds of college radio stations take to the air, broadcasting music and programming that you won't hear anywhere else. It's one of the last places where people can really be able to actually say what they want to say. Without it, you wouldn't have a place for local artists to perform. Certain people need to have a chance, a fighting chance, and college radio is that place for it. College radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it too. This is where we start out, you know? From getting all this great experience working in college radio, it makes you want to work in real radio. College radio means finding yourself. It helped me find what I wanted to do in not only school, but in life. So support college radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen. College radio, now, more than ever. A message brought to you by this station and the College Radio Foundation. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org. I'm not a coffee drinker, so every day before the show, you know, after one of those big lunches, I need a little oomph, and I get that from 5-Hour Energy Shots. All 5-Hour Energy Shots feature a new and improved taste. Oh, it's so good. It's delicious. Try one of the original 5-Hour Energy Shots today. Six great new and improved flavors, including berry, orange, pomegranate, pink lemonade, grape, and citrus lime. 5-Hour Energy Shots contain zero sugar or herbal stimulants and are only four calories. For more details on the new great-tasting 5-Hour Energy Shots, visit 5-HourEnergy.com. Need a fresh cut but don't know who to trust? Check out Ace of Fades Barbershop located in North Miami. Not only do they have the best barbers in town, they offer the best treatments and services. I'm talking blowouts, Beijing, designs, hot towel, fresh fades, and much more. Let them fix what your barber missed. Ace of Fades Barbershop located at 2208 Northeast 123rd Street in North Miami. Open seven days a week. Call them up at 786-300-6660. Ace of Fades. The mission of Make-A-Wish Foundation is to grant the wishes of children with life-threatening medical conditions to enrich the human experience with hope, strength, and joy. It inspires us to grant wishes that change the lives of the kids they serve. It compels people to be creative in exceeding the expectations of every wish kit. It drives us to make our donated resources go as far as possible. Help make a beautiful memory for a child in need. Donate to Make-A-Wish Foundation at wish.org. Like that? That's we're getting we're getting ready for Miami Music Week that's coming up in a couple of weeks. That's what that was right there. We're back, we're back on uh, the weekly sports drop here, at Miami Underground Radio tonight. Joined by Robbie Campbell in studio. By the way, want to give a shout out to Daily Flash TV. I also want to do something. I want to give a shout out to my uh, to my school, to my high school, South Miami Senior High, who is playing tonight in the regional finals to go to states in basketball. So a big shout out to them. I got a buddy of mine that's the coach over there. So uh, Coach Lopez and the rest of them. I'm really excited for them because. Uh, I mean, I think at this point they gotta win. They gotta win. They've been to the state finals so many times, and they come up short every time, whether it's in the quarterfinal, uh, in the semis, or in the finals. And uh, so, big shout out to them. I hope that they uh, they come through. They make it to states again. But uh, I want to bring on Eric Morero now. He is with us. We'll get back into 
all the Title IX and if uh, players should get paid stuff in a little bit. Uh, by the way, I don't, I don't mean, I didn't mean that title, screw Title IX. I just think they need to change things. All right, all right, Deadspin, get it together. Um, anyways, I'm joined by Chris Morero. Uh, Chris Morero, listen to me, Eric Morero. From, I always say Chris Morero, man. Uh, Eric Morero from Canes Insights and Out the Huddle. He is a regular on the show, the, the young stallion. Eric, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? And just to say about yourself, my attitude, you guys always fold for some reason. We do. I know. And you guys I know. Had the best team you, and you had the best team you probably ever had. It's incredible. Uh, it's incredible, man. It's in, Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, a few years ago, I want to say almost 10 years ago now, we had... We had some monsters in the middle. We had Abdul Herrera, and, uh, the other Herrera brother. One of them ended up going to Cincinnati, playing uh, playing college ball at Cincinnati. Uh, we had three guys that were six nine or, or taller on that team, and that team was incredible. And they lost. Crazy. They lost to uh, what's this uh, this kid's name? Washington. Uh, gosh, I can't remember his name. Dwayne Washington. Washington. Uh, can't remember from Lakeland, from Lakeland, Florida. Anyways, enough about that. Let's go into some Canes football. First things first. Uh, the uh, I guess the biggest news, right, is is the new defensive line coach over at the University of Miami, and obviously we got a commitment right before, even even before he stepped foot on the campus. Even before he stepped foot. Let's talk a little bit about hello, Diana. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Coach Jess Simpson, who is now the defensive line coach at the University of Miami, replacing uh, Coach Kuligowski, who ended up taking the money and 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 running over to Alabama. Uh, talk to, do you know, what do you know about coach Simpson? Talk to me a little bit about him first. I don't really know much, but just that's good. Good talk, man. All around, right. <laughs> I'm just saying that like, speaking to some people around the area, people that, that are, are, are affiliated with some of the kids that are committed to Miami, they think it's a pretty a really good hire. They just, I think, I think it's not really sort of a South Florida hire. I think it's, more just to like open more pipelines in Georgia, which they clearly have when you have a guy like that who's, one, who's probably one of the best coaches of all time in the state of Georgia for what he's doing. Okay, well, I mean, don't we already have enough, you know, guys that have a pipeline to Georgia already? I mean, what, what was – is that the I mean, biggest reason why – is, is, is that the reason why we got, we got this, kid, this guy more than anything else, more than his coaching ability? the only reason why – they think he can probably do a good job, but is Miami getting the elite guys from Georgia every year? Not, not necessarily. Always going to Georgia, but when I think what, what some people told me is, I think this is was like something set up long term. So he coached at Buford High School, where he won seven national, seven state titles, maybe a national title. I'm not too familiar with that, but in the 2021 class, Buford High School has the number one quarterback in the nation. That on their team, and a guy that's been at the school since Simpson has been there. Right. When he was in like middle school or elementary school, because the school runs elementary, middle school through high school, and you got a guy like Aaron McCollin who was at the Miami Miami Rivals, the Rivals camp in Miami, who won the QB award, and he's gonna he's easily one of the best quarterbacks in the nation for his class with multiple hours. If FSU's ready, Miami hasn't offered yet. But Georgia hasn't offered you, but he already has a couple crystal balls to Georgia. As Georgia just lands anybody they want from the state. Erica, how shocked were you and many among the uh, Canes inside community? How shocked were you when you when Coach Cool departed for Alabama, or did you guys see this coming? I didn't necessarily see it coming, but talking to people after, you could sort of see it. They they sort of saw it coming. I, it, it's not necessarily that I 
excuse me, it's not like Alabama just went in and just robbed Miami's defensive line coach. No, it wasn't like that. I think Coach Cool just I, – I don't know why you wouldn't want to stay in South Florida, in my opinion. I mean, he, he was a good – he's a good coach, but is he a good recruiter? I mean, at Alabama now, he, he doesn't really have to recruit. <laughs> he just has to – that logo recruits itself. I get so it. That, that's the only flaw in him. But it's not like Alabama came – Offered him a check or a higher salary, and he just lived from Miami. It just—it's it's like a, it was more mutual than what people think. What do you What do you know about uh, this kid, the new 2020 commit, the defensive uh, defensive lineman from uh, Shamanama? Well, he just—he just came over this year. He just came over this year from um, from a high school in Georgia. So another Georgia kid with from with Georgia ties. He's originally from Georgia, moved down. Moved down, goes to Shamanama down and now played this season at Shamanama. He just, he just looked, I seen him at the Miami Open. Big kid, athletic, big hands, knows how to, knows what he's doing with his technique. I think it's a good guy for Miami, but Miami just always has to keep their eye open for other guys. Miami has offered a couple guys a detox already, and they already landed one of their top guys that they offered early on in the process. And what's funny about that, I know a couple, I saw someone tweet this earlier about how Miami's evaluations have just been so well with. When they went to Shamana, they didn't offer one player when they went in the December. They come out now, a couple months later, Miami had two commits out of Shamana, just off those spring evaluations. And they might land more, honestly, with guys like Takori Koch and Tiantra Smith, who are committed to schools that aren't on the same caliber as Miami. Let's 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 go on to the other to another sport, basketball. Because I know you told me you were on your way to uh, to New York for the uh, for the tournament, right? I don't know what day, but next week for sure. It should be on Monday or Sunday, one of those days. Well, let's talk a little recruiting on 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 the basketball side. Are you looking at any any anybody now that that I guess Miami's kind of cleared of all the all the all the all the noise that was going on, right? Uh, the investigation or whatnot. Yeah, we all knew. Every, everyone, everyone. Just just to say something about that. Just anyone that knows this program really well. Just when those reports came out, it just. It just didn't seem like something that Miami would do, honestly. Like I know it's a lot. I know it's it's pretty common nowadays. People just like I'm not gonna say that people don't get money in college football or college basketball because that happens all the time. It happens everywhere. But like you just didn't you just didn't see a guy like Jim Laranega personally or any of his assistants really trying to get into that shady business. I feel like it's more of like they just do they just they they recruit the right right way in my opinion. Okay. Maybe you got to get a little shady sometimes, but. They, for the most part, they do a good job. It happens at every sport. So if you go, to, so go back to your question. I'm sorry for interrupting. Yeah, well, talk to me about, about some of the kids that we're, we're looking at from a basketball standpoint. Well, is, now is Vernon Carey in it? I, I is Vernon Carey still, yeah, still Vern, in the mix? I think, yeah, Vernon Carey. I think Miami's going to be in it till the end. He's going he's gonna to decide coming up in the next coming month. He's got a year till signing day. He already officially visited Michigan State, and I think Michigan State is one of the teams in that report. Yeah, they and they're are. obviously going to be in the report with all the stuff that's going down over there with, with the with the the doctor, and then the 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 women getting raped over there. That there's a lot of shady stuff going on over there too. So you could look at that. He has Duke on the list. They're on the file. North Carolina. They're on, every team is basically on the file for him except for Miami. That's going to be under investigation. Interesting. Interesting. Is he a home? Is he a lock to Miami? I don't know about that. Right. I think. You got to, well, Miami's got to have. Business, you got to watch out. I mean, Miami's got to have a little bit of an advantage, right? Considering his dad played at the University of Miami, and I understand he played football. I think so, but when you're just talking about 
but this is the thing when you're talking about basketball. Miami isn't a basketball school. So you can't really blame a kid like this if Duke or Candace or, or like, and all of them are come calling. All of them want – you can't blame a kid if those schools come calling and those are traditional basketball schools and they just say, oh, when you join the team, that like, he just goes over there. Like, it's not really – I think just the fact that Miami's in it, in my opinion, even with the family ties, I mean, even if I even without the family ties, I think they would still be in it because they've been recruiting him since his eighth grade year. Eric, so they've um, been recruiting him the longest, and they know him. The parents, they've been at campus a bunch of times, and if Miami doesn't land him, I think Miami will land a guy like CJ, like CJ Walker, who was his teammates with the guy that, according to the FBI, Miami. Gave, was trying to give $150,000 to a kid like Nasir Little, who's his high school teammate. Miami's in the running for his teammate, for a guy like CJ Walker, his 2019 teammate as well, who played the same position as Kerry. Eric, um, you know, this this will be the third year in a row. I'm not even worried about Jake's again anymore. I'm pretty sure the Canes will be in the tournament this year. This will be the third year in a row. Only the second time ever that they've made three straight. And I believe it's four out of their last six. So, yeah, it's not a basketball school, but like it. Can't you see it trending toward that way? And you see recruits like Lonnie Walker turn down big schools to come here. And you know, Jaquan Newton, Bruce, Bruce Brown, Bruce Brown, even Hugh, even Chris Hugh. Likes. Oh, of course, of course. But everyone knows Miami will always be a football school. Like that's just that's historically. It's not really like it doesn't really matter. Like just because you're a football school doesn't mean you can't be really good at basketball or really good at baseball. Like Miami's been really good at baseball for national championships. My basketball's getting on that level. Basketball's already made it to two Sweet Sixteens. They've been, they haven't made it to the Elite Eight yet, and it's the team that does it. I don't think so, but they're definitely trending in the right direction. I, the thing that just messed them up is this FBI scandal, because now they're, they're, they might lose their two best players in Brown and Walker, and they have no one else to come in. They gotta, they're just going to have the same guys coming in. Yeah, that's, gonna, that, I, get, that, that's what you concerns me. Your, you will have your grad transfer that, that, that's already on campus, and a guy like Ben Doc who redshirted. So you just have two extra players. You lose two, you bring two. You have two that are already on the roster that didn't play. But still, you need you, you always need to get at least a couple guys. Well, and you got Jaquan Newton, a graduating senior. Yeah, he's a graduating senior. And Jaquan Newton as well. You're losing a lot. You're losing really good talent, a lot of depth. A lot of guys that played a lot of key, key minutes and are big contributors on the team. Yep. Well, we'll see what happens with them, so... Eric, I want to thank you. Yeah. I want to thank you for coming on, man. We will talk to you again. Whoa, oh, actually, a Robbie, bonus question. Robbie, All right, Robbie's got a bonus question. I don't know if you saw this. Bonus question. I, I don't know if you do this NFL draft stuff, but I don't know if you saw that Mark Walton ran a four six four in both both attempts yes. in today's combine. How much does that hurt Mark Walton in this upcoming draft, or if at all? Oh my gosh, people are asking me scouting combine questions. I'm the expert on that. I honestly think I don't even know if that matters or not. Like, but, I but, think but, it just matters can he play. I mean, well, well Mark Wong is more of a, a speedy, skinny, elusive back. A guy like Travis Homer, who runs people over, can run a four six and won't affect anything. But Mark Walton running a four six, everyone's talking about it being a second or third round pick. That's got to do some damage to his draft stock. I, you know, I don't. And think, he's coming off an injury. I don't think it does because he is coming off an injury. So you have to take that into account that he may not be completely healed yet. If he's not completely healed yet from that ankle and he's running a four six one, that might bode well for him as opposed to hurt him. Right, because if he's fully healthy, just, maybe he's running in the four fives. Let's put it a guy like Barkley. That guy Barkley is ridiculous. Yeah, he ran a four four. Four four, and he and he did twenty five reps. And he weighs like thirty pounds more than Walton. Yep. 
Uh, Eric, we're gonna have you on. We're we're gonna have you on next week, though. I, I do appreciate you coming on, and uh, let's talk a little bit Always, more. Guys. Not about the combine, because you don't know jack about the combine, all right? No, I don't know anything about that. Well, I was just, <laughs> I, didn't, I was just asking him. I was giving him the times. I didn't expect him to know, but I want to know what that does to his stock. We'll see you later, buddy. Uh, all right. All right, guys. Thanks, all right. Eric. Me with my last minute question. Yes, that's a good job, man. That's a good question that you asked him. A combine question. I think he. I think he answered that pretty the good. Kid, the kid doesn't know even. He doesn't even have any idea what a 2019 kid is doing yet. You're asking him about a combine kid. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm. I'm asking. I'm not saying. What do you think Mark Walton's going to do in this combine? Mark Mark Walton already ran, and I'm at, And he, you know, everyone's talking about him as a second or third round pick. And for a guy like Mark Walton, who we all thought was super fast. And then you literally see him run his 40. He's like, wait a minute. He's not that fast. Listen, we understand. Wait, were we getting fooled? That's what I wanted to ask him. I, didn't, I never thought he was that fast. I honestly didn't. I mean, he, but he, I mean, there's been times where he takes off and he gets caught from behind. And I've seen it in the game. I mean, I understand that big breakaway against Appalachian, Appalachian State. Look at all the breakaways. Appalachian look, State. But if you, you notice I mean? Mark Wallen, his highlight tapes... His biggest runs are against Appalachian State or against Toledo or against, you know. Well, he had some great runs against FSU when he broke some tackles. He's good at breaking tackles, and that's I think that's a strong suit. People, you, 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 I know you tell me that Homer or you say that Homer is, is this big, is, 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 it's kind of, he's more of a bruiser. But Mark Walton was just as much of a bruiser, I think, that as, as Travis Homer was. I mean, he slipped away from tackles. I, mean, I don't know if he's just running people over. Yeah. He ran that guy like over he, he from jukes, he, 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 he breaks tackles with his legs, juking people out, right. making moves. He's Big strong. Slimmer. He's low to the ground. Uh, you know. he, I mean, he, his running numbers totals against Florida State weren't very good. I know he had a couple of screen passes that did ban damage, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm concerned. I'm concerned for Mark Walton. I'm not, I'm not too concerned. He's, he's coming back from injury. He's not ready yet. If he was really, if he really, if he was really hurt, though, would he be running in the combine? Well, I mean, maybe he's not fully there, and he wanted to run anyways. And that might that might help him because people are saying, "Well, he's not even actually that; full, he's not even fully healed yet, and he's running a four six one. That's pretty incredible." When we come back, we'll talk about that and some other things. Robert Quinn. Dot <laughs> org. Every day, 28 people in the United States die in a drunk driving collision. In 2013, 28.7 million people admitted to driving drunk. That's more than the population of Texas. The ages 26 to 29 have the highest rate for drinking and driving. 2014 had the largest amount of deaths compared to 2015. 9,967 people were killed in an alcohol-impaired crash. Help bring peace back on the road. Stop drinking and driving. Over 15 million Americans, including many young children, suffer from eczema, a painful disease that makes the skin red, inflamed, and itchy. With eczema, loneliness, loss of self-esteem, and scars are felt inside and out. As a parent, you know what it takes to raise a healthy child. Now you can see a dermatologist for new ways to ease the pain of eczema for everyone. At last, there's hope. There's hope. There's hope. Yo, my chain stuck there. Oh, I think so. Then my chain stuck there. Alright, this time I can record. Let's do it. Let's record. This time though, this time, not the last one. Let's do it. This one. Perfect. Picture, picture, her. Picture, 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 picture. Hand under her skirt, sip it, mixture, mixture, mixture. My whip going skirt, see that visual. Lease. All I do is work. Watch me beat you, see. Picture, picture, her. Picture, picture, me. Picture, picture. Hand under her skirt. Sip it, mix it, yeah. Mix it, mix it. My whip go and skirt. I see that visual. All I do is work. Watch me bitch, you'll see. All I do is work. Watch me bitch, you'll see. Whoa. Give me like a year. I'll be rich to see.
Woo! <laughs> Robbie uh-huh. like that jam. Robbie Ooh. like that jam. Well, okay. I think this jam is better than the song that played the first segment already. Yeah, you're not a big Avicii fan? Well, that first song. You know, the music? first song when I was like, you know, a little. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Robbie, sensitive Sally over here. I am super sensitive Sally. It's all right. It's all right. I get it. I understand. I understand. We're back here on the weekly sports drop. Jazz Santana joined by Robbie Campbell here in the studio. Miami, Miami Media School, Mary Brickle Village, MiamiUndergroundRadio.com. For all of you that uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and everything else, you can find us only this week on Miami Underground Radio, obviously, for you guys that are listening, uh, maybe watching on Facebook or Instagram, anywhere else. But next week, hopefully, we'll be back on SportsOvertime.com. keeps crashing over there. I don't know what you're doing, Robbie. Maybe we'll just blame it on Sean. I mean, it could be my gambling. It I could mean, be your gambling. You're doing a lot of gambling over there on that, on that and computer? And some bad websites come home and yeah. you know, wrecks yeah. the computer. I kind of figured that's what it was. We'll blame <laughs> it on Robbie. Uh, but, yeah, we'll be back over there hopefully by next week and uh, talking some some good sports. But for now, we're, we're here, so you're going to have to listen to us here. Take it or leave it. I don't care. Who needs ratings anyways? Ratings. Ratings, ratings. You know what I yeah, exactly. They're over, overrated. Oh! See what I did there? See what see. that was? That was nice. Robert Quinn. Striking, well, actually not striking a deal, got traded to the Miami Dolphins recently, about an hour ago. Okay, I mean that's when at least that's Robert Quinn, twenty seven, twenty seven years old. Okay, he had nineteen defensive end slash edge guy, right? He had nineteen sacks in two thousand thirteen, but I think it's gone down. He's had eh, years afterwards, and he's on the hook for like I ten. Think, I think he had nine sacks last year. He had eight and a half. Yeah, eight and a half. Okay, Pro Bowler, uh, two time Pro Bowler. Okay, I, I, you know, he he may just need to be here, and he's got some fresh legs. You know, a little you know, new scenery. We'll see. I mean, what does this do? What does this do? Now, I believe the compensation, the Dolphins gave up a fourth-round pick. I don't know right. which fourth-round pick, their own fourth-round pick. We essentially or, traded Robert Quinn for Jay Ajayi. Yeah, right. and, and, and the Dolphins and the Rams swapped six-round picks in the draft. So, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think the Dolphins had a higher six-round pick. Yeah, okay. they, they did because they, they had a worse record than the Rams. Okay. And so, they, they swapped a couple spots in the sixth round. Okay. I don't, I don't know. Like, who, who does who, – who, I mean, I don't, how does it get to that point? I'm like, all right, we'll give you Robert Quinn – for a four, it's like uh uh oh we, 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 and, all we'll, right. and we'll swap three, three we'll swap we'll swap, yeah hey. three or four spots. Oh, maybe the Dolphins. No, actually the Rams probably added this probably six. like fifteen spots or something like that. That's what it really is, right? Well, what, the, the, the Rams are probably picking in the twenties, and yeah. the Dolphins are picking eleven. So it's yeah, like ten spots like in 10 the sixth spots. round. So maybe so maybe maybe the, the Dolphins and the Rams were looking at this like, all right, we'll give you we want Robert Quinn. All right, we want a three. Uh, how about a four? Okay, we gotta we gotta swap picks in the sixth round. <laughs> All right, deal. Yeah, like what is a what is swap? Weird you're not even trading on. a sixth round pick. You're just swapping picks. The guy, the guy you might want it in that sixth round might be there ten spots later. It doesn't really like. Well, what, yeah. what? But how does that even get thrown into a deal? Okay, what does this do? I mean, because obviously we're gonna get a, a little bit. Okay, so are we gonna take a cap hit right? Because he's owed eleven point four million, yeah. or are they gonna pick him up right and restructure his deal, give him an extension, so maybe we won't take that cap hit. Now, well, maybe these these this might be offsetting the loss of maybe Jarvis Landry okay. or some of these other guys are going to get cut. Which is table. another thing. Robert Quinn, two-time Pro Bowler, uh, you know, hell of a defensive guy, right? He's, I think he'll fit in real well here on this defense. What does that do? For, does that do anything for the price tag that we're going to be looking for for Jarvis Landry? Are we thinking, all right, well, if Robert Quinn gets a fourth-round pick, I mean, we're going to have to go – I mean, we're going to have to get – a second or a third rounder. For yeah, that, that's probably is what that it is. I think at? the Dolphins, if they trade, if they trade Landry, they'll ne- they'll gain a third round pick and they'll lose a fourth round pick. And if you if you really want to get down to it, would you trade Jay Ajayi and Jarvis Landry 
for Robert Quinn and two six round picks. Now I'm sure in 2013 and a third rounder, right? And a third and a third round. You're right. Yeah. So it's J. If if it works out that way that they trade Jarvis Landry for a third rounder, would you trade Jay Ajayi and Jarvis Landry for Robert Quinn and a third rounder? And swapping six. Forget the six round picks. Yeah, forget the six. That's that's a wash for me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Would you? I don't know. I mean, well, look now. Given what I mean, look, I, I, I are, are we throwing contracts aside? Forget about the money. If we're just well, no, going you, straight you, on, you, con- got, you got to count contract. Okay, if we're well, count- we, but basically Jarvis's contract and so and now, Quinn's so now Jarvis con- Jarvis has sixteen million dollars, right? Well, now he's, he's gone. If he's gone if in this scenario, and you're, you're only oh, you're only what eleven this year, and then another ten next year. I mean, yeah, maybe you're not you're not signing Landry to a huge deal. Maybe look, I'm a big, now JHI is a cheap contract. I'm a big believer that if you want to be good in the NFL. You have to you you have to build your team on the draft. You get your 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 free agents here and there. But if you're gonna go out and spend 16, 17, 18 million dollars on a player or 20 million dollars like an Indomitian Sue, I get it. He's had he's actually had some of his best years here with the Dolphins. But how far has that really taken us? I re, I feel like you need to build with through the draft in order to have a successful NFL franchise for multiple years. You might have them for one year where you're just gonna ball out. But I think you need to build throughout the draft. So yes, I think I do the I, I think I do the trade. If you're telling me give me Robert Quinn a third round pick for Jarvis and Ajayi, right? Because why? Because now I'm gonna have some money, and I'm gonna have an additional draft pick, and I'm building my defense. Which, to be honest with you, it's is, is probably the crappiest part of our, now, of our team. Now right? I, I, I got another question about this. What do you do with Adamikin Sue now? Like everybody was talking about him being a post June one cut, which would save the Dolphins 17 million on the cap. Or if you if you trade him, you only save about three point nine million. But now I almost feel like you have to keep him because you get, you've invested in in Wake, and now you just invested in Robert Quinn, and I think they're sort of pot committed to this defensive line, and almost you almost have to keep Sue now. Well, here's my thing: Are you if you get rid of Sue, right? What what is he owed this year? Twenty something? Twenty? Oh, he's got a huge cap number. His, his cap number this year is twenty six. Twenty six. Unless okay. they restructure, which I don't know if they want to do that again. So if you get rid of him, you're now you're saving seventeen million dollars. Can you get a guy? As good or two guys that can take 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 his place on that line, that's going to equate to. A they bad they, they wouldn't use too. the money on the line. They they'd roll with Jordan Phillips. They roll with the two. Okay, are you comfortable with that? I, think Jordan, Phillips, having, I don't think Jordan Phillips played too bad. At the I think he's year. inconsistent. I think he's lazy. He has. Is he, is he, is he Hassan Whiteside of the Dolphins? Maybe wow. to a lesser extent. To, to a, a lesser extent. Like he's not putting up the big numbers that Hassan Whiteside's putting up. But sometimes when he's on, he's on. Well, you know, if, if maybe if Jordan Phillips has a couple of talks with, with uh, Coach Gase. <laughs> you know, Does he, he have a koi say, fish? You know, yeah. Maybe this time around it's different, you know. He's just letting me play. Maybe maybe Coach Gase will let him play through his mistakes. But I think he got fired. He got motivated more when guys like Vincent Gottschalk and, you know, and another guy, Taylor. We're taking Vincent, some of Vincent Taylor, Vincent Taylor and, and Devon Gotchuk. Oh, oh my God, I got the names back. Right? That's, wait, right. Wait, 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 That's right. Two Vincents at the defensive tackle. That didn't make it, any don't sense. Don't let it happen again. Right. But yeah, Devon Gotchuk and Vincent Taylor, they could roll with those guys at defensive tackle and with, with Phillips. And those guys kind of pushed Jordan Phillips a little bit. I'd feel coming. Yeah, they'd use the 17 million somewhere else where they need. Right. And, You'd be uh, okay with that. Is okay yeah, before the Robert Quinn trade. I say yes. Now after Robert Quinn trade, I almost want to see this defensive line stay together. And I don't think there's any free agent to be gotten out there. But they still got to cut. You're still gonna probably cut Jawan James. Right. Well, they're you, gonna cut Lawrence Timmons. They're gonna cut uh, Julius Thomas. Oh, cut for sure. Okay, so they can't cut Kiko Alonso. He's no, he, no. Would Would you want to cut Kiko Alonso? You, you can. He's got 13 million in dead cap. Yeah, I know you wouldn't. Well, I would if I if I next could, year, if next I year, next year, next year, money, next year at this time, you can cut Kiko Alonso for nothing. And we get back uh, Raekwon McMillan. Raekwon McMillan. And he, who knows? Hopefully, the Dolphins could get that Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith, that'd be big. 
Really quick, before we go to the break, we got a couple of minutes. I want to talk about, uh, you know, uh, Jarvis Landry's contract, right? So he, he got franchised for $16 million. Is he he has not signed the franchise, by the way. He hasn't, but he, he has a, te- whatever it is, uh, there's a, a tender, tender, a tender yeah. out there, right? $16 million. Is he worth the $16 million? Because now we're talking about Odell Beckham wanting $20 million. Is he worth that $60 million? For one season, no. You know, you know is he worth, wh- what is he worth? Because I think it's all, well, he's worth whatever they're going to pay him. Does that mean that he genuinely really is worth that money? No, I I understand that, but I mean he's worth whatever they're gonna pay him. He's just worth the market. You're worth of the market. Someone's gonna pay him sixteen million. Hey, somebody gave Luol Deng seventy-two million. Us, somebody else, exactly. Someone gave Luol Deng seventy-two million. He's played one. He played so, the first game and hasn't played a second since. I mean that's. I mean, and and that's my point. I mean. Look at look at a guy like like Jimmy Garoppolo. Is he worth being the highest paid? What is it, NFL court, uh, quarterback or is it player? Period. I, I think it's I think it's might, might be player. It might be player, right? He's the highest paid player in the NFL now. Is that guy worth that? Off, off his sample size, probably only because he has a short sample size. But in, but his age and his potential, I mean, that's of that and that salary. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. It, 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 that's another thing, you know, that I had the discussion with uh, with my cousins earlier this morning is. Would you take Jimmy Jimmy G over Ryan Tannehill right now? Right now, at their pr- uh, at their prices. Actually, yeah. I'd throw pro- throw the prices out the window. I if, think if I, we're I, just I, talking. If we're just talking, I, I, I think I don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo will be set up as. I mean, will have as good of a setup as he did in New England and, and even in San Francisco. That I mean, even though he got set a lot in San Francisco, he he does not have the very best offensive line in San Francisco, and he still played really well and helped him get to win get some wins. I don't, I don't, I don't know if he's gonna. I mean, listen, I think he's talented. I just don't know if he's gonna have the same, the same year or the same fight. I probably say Jimmy Garoppolo. I think has better upside and potential, but for his contract versus Ryan Tannehill's contract, who Jimmy Garoppolo just started his contract. Ryan Tannehill, you could basically, it's basically year to year. It's basically right. you can you can get out of it anytime you just about anytime you want. Mm. I don't know. I'm look right now. If we're throwing money, if we're throwing money on the table, I'm taking Ryan Tannehill. Okay, I do. I understand the other way around how we're taking Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes, absolutely, based off of talent and upside and whatnot. But right now, I mean, if you're talking about and Jimmy Garoppolo, Garoppolo is also not coming off an injury like Ryan Tannehill is. That's true. When we come back, we're going to talk about what the hell happened with the Heat. I want to tell you all about a great company that has totally changed my life, and if it changed my life, it can change yours. I'm talking about total life changes. Yes, total life changes where the flagship product is the IISO-T, commonly referred to as the skin tea. In just seven short months, I have lost over 50 pounds. Yes, it's true, 50 pounds lost, and hey, I'm just getting started. Just two eight-ounce glasses a day, and you can lose up to five pounds in only five days. This is no joke, people. Just visit my website, go to totallifechanges.com forward slash 480-1591. That's TotalLifeChanges.com forward slash 480-1591. Or email GetDatT at Gmail. That's G-E-T-D-A-T-T-E-A at Gmail. And you can be on your way to being healthy and wealthy at the same time. Total Life Changes is also where you can find the NutriBurst. Get your absolute fullest dose of vitamins. Or the NRG pills for those long days. When you need a boost to pick it all up while burning up to 300 calories a day. You can order your health and wellness products or you can join our winning team and become your own business owner. In TLC, 
We get paid five different ways, and we get paid every week. Do you know anybody that wants to lose five pounds in five days? Could you use an extra $500 to $1,000 per week? Well, you'll want to try Total Life Changes. Again, visit my website, totallifechanges.com forward slash 480-1591 or email me, get that T, that's G-E-T-D-A-T-T-E-A at Gmail. Make that change today with Total hey, this Life. this is Jeff Fox from Freeman and Fox, the Sports Brothers Radio Show. I want you to meet me at East of Miami. Yes, that's right, East of Miami. It goes down every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We get down the Heyman style, baby. We do it backyard style. They've got the best native dishes on sale. Steamed fish, stewed fish, uh, conch fritters, conch salad, uh, fried lobster, fried crab. The best in Bahamian food, South oxtails. I mean, I'm talking about mouth-watering, awesome Bahamian food. And then you got me, DJ Jeff Fox. Yeah, that's right. I get behind the turntables, and I play the best Bahamian music, the best reggae, the best old school. It's nothing but fun. East of Miami, it all goes down. 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Garden. And don't forget, you can get breakfast on Saturdays, stewed fish and grits, Johnny cake, corned beef, chicken sauce, boiled fish. Man, this menu is off the chain. All right? Crack cups, hot salad, lobsters. Mmm, mmm, good. It all goes down. East of Miami, 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Gardens. Tell Hennessy and TJ, Jeff Fox sent you from the Sports Brothers Radio. Ready for Miami Music Week here? I think Robbie said he wants to go to Ultra. Oh man, yeah, that, that's coming up, isn't it? Yeah, Ultra. Well, at the end of the month, and Mar we're already in I, March. I thought, I thought it was like in the middle of the month. I'm not. I'm not March 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Oh, you got the dates on lockdown. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm doing a lot of stuff at work for that. So, uh, yeah, I had a walkthrough today with the Nautilus Hotel. We're gonna do a Miami Music Week, uh, you know, interview, and a whole bunch. We're gonna interview a whole bunch of guys, a whole bunch of the artists. There, they're having a huge pool party. I think, Robbie, I think you should go out in a two-piece bathing suit out there. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm all in. Yeah, yeah, I think you should. Hit, hit me with some Molly in there. Yeah, we're popping some bottles, and, and I think yeah. it should. I, I think it'll be fun for Robbie now, to be got, Wait, there. you said the 23rd, 24th, and 25th? Yeah, let's do it. That would be, the week before would be the 16th. It's that Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right, it's the, so, week, the week after St. Patrick's Day. Because St. Patrick's Day weekend is the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament. Yes, the Robbie. And then the Robbie the degenerate talking about. I mean, I'm trying to talk about you know getting sexy for Miami music. Well, my, week, my concern is if I wearing my two piece bathing suit. I'm gonna go with maybe a Brazilian cut. Was it Brazilian chicks? Yeah, the Brazilian. <laughs> the Bra no, the Brazilian underwear. You know the Brazilian. Oh, yeah, yeah underwear. I know what that is. I know what that is. Yeah, yeah. don't don't, don't describe men, it anymore for the men ah. to show a little bit of cheek. Ah, nah, nah. Nah? What do you think? No. 
And well, but that weekend, <laughs> I believe, is the Sweet 16 in the Elite Eight. So I don't think Ultra's going to have those games on. I'm pretty sure Ultra's not having those games yeah, on. Yeah, I, I think you're. I mean, <laughs> if they have those games on, they got a big <laughs> issue, man. They got a big issue. They're gonna, yeah. I think there'd be a riot. If it's just on a, instead, of some, instead of some Steve Aoki jamming out or some right. hot chicks, the like, naked chicks, they have a big giant screen <laughs> of the Elite Eight. Of the Elite Eight screen. in the background <laughs> while Steve Aoki is playing. Boom, boom, boom. Or they have the, the sound the of the game on and they don't even have any Steve Aoki. <laughs> What is this? No chance, I think man. I think several tomatoes would be thrown at the TV. Yeah, Actually, no, they wouldn't throw tomatoes. They throw cocaine. That's a strong possibility. Actually, I, don't, I don't know if you want to throw. I don't, I don't know what they do. I've never been to Ultra. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know, but they might. Throw I never. I never. They're gonna throw something. I'm just not sure what they're gonna throw. But they'll throw something. <laughs> yeah, they might throw a turd <laughs> at you. Or there'd be a riot. Yeah, they might throw a, throw a turd at the DJ or whatever's going on. <laughs> what <laughs> is this crap? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. We're gonna close out with uh, with some heat talk and how awesome they played like last night. Oh, you would have never, you would have never known that the Lakers spent not one but two full nights in South Beach. Wow, actually three because they, they, they played still... on, they played on Monday in Atlanta. I'm sure it's a short flight from Atlanta to here, and they have Monday night, Tuesday night, and Wednesday night. Ow, ow, ow. And oh. you know, <laughs> what? You, look, here's the thing though: they didn't blow them. I mean, okay, they blew them out of the water. Yes. Okay, but at the same time, he scored 113 points. They gave 100. They just couldn't defend. Well, let me that run and right. gun, that run and gun type of offense really screws with the Heat. I mean, look, Robbie took off his headphones. He's getting serious. He's taking the mic off the stand. Right. He's standing let me, let me up. Break down this is great. This is great. How the, the heat- camera can see it. The camera. Anybody who's watching on the camera, Sheena, I think you're watching on the camera. Look at this guy going off now. All right. I told Sheena I'm to get on the Facebook. I'm going to break down how he played defense. All right. This, okay. is, this is 1994 defense that I saw. Us. Now, you think this is good for the camera, folks. What? So all of you got to listen yeah. on the camera. It's 1994. Listen the, on the camera, I said, by the way. Well, Not yeah. watch on the camera. Without Listen. The, without the vicious fouls of 1994. Okay. All, right, so all it is me. is, in the old days, if you give up a lot of three-point shots, you're playing good defense because that's a low percentage shot. Okay. In today's day and age, the three is the way of the party. <laughs> the three is the way of the party. And you know that saying in the NFL? All you right. stop the run, establish the run, and stop the run. Well, in the NBA, it's establish the three. And stop the three. And here's how the Heat play he's the pick get, and roll He's defense. getting really into it. So, all right. So, Isaiah Thomas has the ball. He's coming around. He gets picked. Uh, his man gets picked. Probably, uh, you know, Goran Dragic gets picked. And here's Kelly Olenek. Instead of stepping up, what you want to do to get in his face and block Isaiah Thomas, here's what Kelly Olenek does. Oh, three? Oh, that's good. Next play, Isaiah Thomas. Same same exact thing. He gets the ball. Pick, 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 pick dribble. Oh, wait for the pick. Little crossover, it's lefty great. shot, and, and here's Olenek again. It's a great sound effect, Robbie. Olenek 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 backing up and letting him, they're letting him shoot threes. That's just ridiculous. This is not 1994. You can't let people take 28 three-point shots. I don't care how many they make. That's a losing proposition. And I know the Lakers are hot, but most of those threes were wide open. They it, shot They shot 56% from three-point range. They missed some in garbage time that brought the number down. They were shooting in the 60s that whole game. It was just three. What a what a disgrace! Three after three, and you know what else did this? The Hurricanes do this too against North Carolina. Oh, here we go. They had that big lead. The only thing you can't give up is threes. And next thing you know, Joel Berry three. Joel Berry three. Oh, Cameron Johnson another three. It's like they, <laughs> you notice that they, these guys, especially they they help on the drive. So there's a, there's a drive to the basket, and the guy. Whether it's Chris Likes or whether it's you know Goran Dragic, they sag off their man to help on the drive, which creates a double team. And then that leaves, you know what? A kick wide open, guy in the corner, Kuzma. Koops. Although, although, did you see what Bam did to Kuzma when he was yeah, trying that to dunk? He, he, that he was wore, impressive. He worked him pretty that good. That was sexy, but Bam. That was, that was a nice one. All right? Point. All right? So we got to, I mean, at least there's silver lining. Silver lining, Bam they, is a bad they, man. They, they, they did this the other night against the Sixers. 
They, he, they won the game. We, we, we don't talk about it. But how many times did you see Joel Embiid going up on Whiteside? And now Whiteside's got him under control. It's a one-on-one right. matchup, two big centers. Now, if Joel Embiid beats Whiteside, it's two points. He's going to have to earn it. It's not going to be an easy shot. It, but how many times you see Joel Embiid get the ball and then Josh Richardson cheat and help out on Joel Embiid for the double team, and then he kicks it back to Sarich for three, wet. You can't, it's unnecessary help. Both the Canes and the Heat do this. They, they give unnecessary help on the defender, which allows a three-point guy in the corner or in the top of the key wide open, and it's an extra point that they would have gotten. I got an idea, Robbie. You know how you guys had the dartboard, dartboard of doom? Right. Yes. Uh, at the studio, I think we have to do a. We have to put together, uh, you know, one of those small little basketball rims. Like, like yeah, like with the TNT studio. Yeah, <laughs> like the ones that you put on the door. We got to put that here and see how many shots we hit. And if we miss a certain amount of shots or something, we got to do one of those things. You know, we got to do something like throw soup at something. Something. Like, like which, by the way, Jarrah Smith suspended three games for throwing soup. Was it three? Yeah, three games. It got upgraded. Yeah. I thought it was just one. It was last night. I guess it's two more. I think it's three games. Yeah. Three games wow. for throwing soup at assistant basketball coach, former Heat player, by the way, Damon Jones. I feel like Ron Rothstein. That's but funny. Stop the tape. Stop the That's tape. That's funny. Stop it right there, Ron. And you guys were talking about it. Who's the only other person? No. Who's the only person, period, that can throw soup at one of the coaches and not get suspended? Are we, are we going with LeBron only? What do you think? Yeah, LeBron. LeBron. Pretty much just LeBron. And That's it, right? Nobody else. Yeah. Not even James Harden. Not, not, not well, maybe Dwayne Russell Wade. Westbrook. Not even not even Dwayne Wade. I think Russell Westbrook. R- Russell Westbrook. Nah. Maybe. Not gonna, not, nah, yeah. Maybe Donovan ain't, ain't taking any of that, right? Actually, you know what? Well, yeah. He'll 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 roll it out with Paul George and, and Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Well, even and and nobody in Golden State because they're too loaded, like you guys said. Yeah, yeah. Too loaded. That's funny though. That's yeah. funny. Throwing, <laughs> throwing no soup. soup for you. No soup for you. <laughs> you know, the, the soup Nazi definitely played a role in that one. <laughs> so, Jay, this Nick's name the soup Nazi. Look, listen, man. I'm, I'm still. I'm. I'm just. I'm worried if the Heat. First off, the Heat make it right to a playoff spot. If it's gonna be a it, stressful. Finish. Yeah, it's gonna be a stressful finish. Big game against the Pistons. They play Detroit, night. right? They play Detroit tomorrow night. They, they play Phoenix on Monday. Well, Phoenix why do they good. have such an issue though with that with those running gun teams? A team like Golden State is going to blow them out by 40 points. Another scenario that happened. I saw Isaiah Thomas do this also. He he gets the ball on a rebound. He's just walking up the court. Nobody picks up the ball. Nobody bothers to check Isaiah Thomas. He's like, oh, no one's going to guard me? All right, I'm going to shoot a three. Net. They just let them them tee off from three-point range. And the Heat, frankly, was kind of a humbling defeat. It's like, wow, we played really bad defense. We let them get off way too many easy three-pointers. Hopefully they turn that around with Detroit. But Detroit... Loves to shoot a lot of threes against the Heat. They're known I, for that. I want you to know something. I'm getting up because... Are you going to play defense? You want me to play defense on you? I'll play defense on you. <laughs> well, you're play. probably... Like, I could probably play better, better defense I mean, than you what you want to be Isaiah Thomas? Yeah. I'll be Kelly Olenek. You want me to... Hold on. Hold on a second. The, guys, you're lefty this, now. This, yeah, I'm, I'm lefty now. Okay, here we go. So Isaiah Thomas is coming around. And now Kelly Olenek. And here, here's a three-point line right there. Go ahead. Shoot it. That, that's, what I'm, that's the defense I'm playing. Huh? So like, like instead, instead of coming up here, which you're supposed to, especially a guy like Isaiah Thomas who's five foot nine, Kelly Olynyk, seven feet tall. Yeah, like he, I mean, worst case scenario, he's left-handed. If he blows, he's he was on the right side of the basket. He's left-handed driving on the right side of the basket. Worst case scenario, if he beats you for a layup, it's gonna be a tough contested layup with with uh, with your long arms and his small body. If, if he gets it off, great. That's only two points, but it's a tough layup nonetheless, as opposed to a wide open, easy three point shot. Look, the Heat need to get it together because if they if they play anybody that's that likes to move the ball up and down in the playoffs, they're gonna get smoked. They're gonna lose. I mean, they're gonna come up short. They, they might get swept because they can't keep up with those running gun teams. Which, by the way, you know, uh, Sheena's listening 
on Facebook. And she's watching. She's watching as well. She says that maybe Robbie should wear like a bikini oh, or a no. bo- or boy shorts to a Miami Music Week festival. Oh, he should God, he should no. go to a pool no. party with us. And I'm thinking I'm thinking that might be one of the um, one of the basketball basketball hoops of doom. I don't know. We got to come up with a good name. You know what? I, got, I just came up with a brilliant idea. Okay. For Ultra. For the comp- a, a compromise here. Obviously, Wait, okay. I want to go to Ultra only to watch the, the Elite Eight. <laughs> or the Sweet <laughs> to watch it. <laughs> now, I don't want to listen to all that obnoxious EDM. You're screwed because that's all I play. Compromise here. Okay. They have a big, the giant game on the TV, and they give me special headphones. You're going to be like that old man at the baseball yes, stadium. Yes, the old man at the baseball I'm listening. <laughs> I can listen to the game while everybody else and those noise So maybe you're going like this, but you're really, what you're doing is cheering. Yeah. You're cheering. <laughs> everybody else can listen to that bow, bow, bow music, and I'm watching the basketball game with my noise-canceling earphones. Oh, my god! What gosh. a brilliant business idea. I came up to calling Pedro Ultra right oh, now. All right, so let's do something. Let's do something. <laughs> next week, next week, when we come back on, hopefully we'll be on sportsovertime.com. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna put together. We're gonna bring a basketball rim, one of those little basketball rims. We're gonna attach it somewhere here, well, on, on, in the other studio, all right. And we're gonna start putting some bets together that we've got to hit the shots, okay? Because the dartboard is, you know, you guys have it, so we can't we can't do dartboard. So let's do something with the basketball. Now let's come up with the loser has to wear something or do something crazy <laughs> or dumb or stupid, like wear a tutu to a pool party for Miami Music Week. Mm-hmm. We gotta oh do something God. fun, something God. fun. All right, so we're just gonna... being at Miami Music Week is a tremendous punishment. Oh my... Can you imagine Robbie at Miami Music Week, people? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> God, I like to thank uh, Eric Moreira for coming on. You can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, Twitter. It'll be Sports Drop Jocks or Jazz Santana, but Sports Drop, Sports Drop Jocks on Instagram. Same thing, the weekly Sports Drop uh, or Jazz on the Radio. You can find me there. You can find me on. Uh, SoundCloud. This podcast will be on SoundCloud. Just check the weekly sports shop. It's on iTunes as well. Robbie, tell them where they can find you. Not that you post anything, but where can they find you? Anyway? Posting's overrated. Arcambo1, if you want to give me yeah, a Yeah, he just checks out all the sexy girls and stuff. That's what he really does. Undercover. Undercover. And that's okay. That's okay. Silent Assassin. That's what they call Robbie, the Silent Assassin. You're not wrong. Thank you uh, again, Eric, for coming on the show. Thanks for everybody that's listening. And uh, we'll be back on next Friday. I don't think Robbie will be here because he wants to watch the tournament. Because well, I think I'll be here. Maybe we'll do. A well, six- next week it's, it's it's ACC tournament. The semifinal on Friday night. It's a semifinal. They're at nighttime, seven to nine o'clock. If the Cades make it there, if not, I can. I, I'll, I'll be here. It's the weekend afterwards where Jazz. I'm not showing up. I'm letting you know right now. Thanks. The Friday afterwards, Great. the 16th. I ain't gonna be here, bro. Oh boy. I'm letting oh, you know. That I'm gonna sure. have to get another co-host that day. Imagine, well, if, if this Before was, la- if, believe it or not, guys, if this was last year, nobody would be able to do the show because that Friday was St. Patrick's Day, and this place is just locked up. Yeah, it's right. a palooza. That's, that's, right. the, that's, say, that's the worst holiday ever. We'll save that for next week. We'll save that for next week. Take it easy, everybody. Good night. Peace. Grab your styrofoam cup. Let me chop and screw you up. Uh. Let me chop and screw you up. Uh. Say you came in with your homies. Grab your styrofoam cup. Couple shots to get me lifted. Drink it straight. It hit me quicker than I only dream of genie. Hit me up and say you miss me. Hey.